0: Sometimes all we need is a jolt, a fresh idea, an aha moment that connects us to a sense of possibility. This, my friends, is what I call an electric idea. Welcome back. I'm Whitney Baker from Electric Ideas, and this is a mini jolt, a short episode where I share quick tips, practices, and reflections to light you up with a greater sense of what's possible for you and your life. Today, I want to take a look at the importance of living out our values in our day to day life. What does this mean for me? It means that on a regular basis, maybe daily, hopefully at least weekly, we're showing up for what we value most at this point in life. From working with so many women, I can almost promise you this is true. When we're feeling a bit uninspired with our lives, maybe a little disappointed, a bit dull, weary, restless, it can be a sign that our day-to-day life is not lining up with what we really are valuing and craving in any given season and i say season with lots of intention because what we value gets to shift and flow as we change and go through different seasons of life there's normal ebbs and flows thinking about our values can feel sometimes super lofty and overwhelming and i don't want it to feel that way because i think it's important work So for today, what we're going to do, I'm just going to give you a little perspective in how I approach thinking about my values in a little bit more of a bite-sized, manageable way by season. That's helped my clients a lot. And then I'm going to walk you through a little exercise that might help you get a sense of where you're not showing up for your values that might give you some feedback for where you could focus on showing up a little bit more for values in a couple areas in your life. So right now, let's give ourselves permission to just think short term. One of my favorite quotes, which you might have heard if you're a regular listener is by Annie Dillard. And she says, how we spend our days is of course, how we spend our lives. So try thinking about it this way, your time is your most valuable resource. We all get 24 hours in the day that we can never get back. I witnessed so many women cruising through life as if they're on damage control, reactively putting out fires at home and work. Sometimes they're busy and overloaded, making contingency plans for a future that might not even happen, and having a lot of trouble dialing in to the joy of the present moment. And then they wonder at night when they're falling into bed why they're feeling more exhausted than satisfied. And what my wish is for women is even if it's only a few minutes of the day, that you feel the feeling of how empowering it is to get clear on what you're valuing where you wanna spend your valuable time right now and to really intentionally step into it consistently. I wanna share with you a short exercise that has really helped me and many of my clients, most of whom live very full lives with lots of demands, make small shifts that over time have helped them introduce a lot more meaning and joy into their daily lives. This is an exercise where I encourage you to grab a pen and a paper and find yourself a space for about 15 minutes where you can be uninterrupted. That said, if you're walking, driving, tasking, whatever, and that's not something you can do right now, or maybe you're just somebody who knows that you'll never put pen to paper, and that's okay too, just listening in will be helpful because you're giving yourself a few precious moments of reflection, and this alone can move the needle. And one more thing before we begin, just remember that discovering your values is an ongoing process of self-reflection And exploration. So don't put the pressure of the world on your decisions. I've seen it a million times where women are craving more, different, something. They're not quite sure what's missing. But when they try to change too many things or do too many things at once, they just get overwhelmed and shut it all down and don't do anything consistently. And that's why today, for this values exercise, I'm only going to verbally tick through a couple areas of your life. Just know if you want to do this on your own time as just more of a reflection, you can do this exercise with any life area you're working on, relationships, career, whatever. But as to not get overwhelmed, because I want you to be able to leave this episode feeling like you have ideas of actions to take, we're going to look at the areas of personal growth and wellness, community involvement, and hobbies and leisure. Okay, so if you have your pen and paper handy, great. Again, if you don't, just think on this as I go. So personal growth and wellness. Ask yourself this. What are your values right now in the areas of physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being? What are your priorities when it comes to your well-being? What qualities or traits do you aspire to develop within yourself? And for example, if you value your mental health, learning, and growth Then you're showing up for yourself already today in a very small way just by tuning into this podcast, maybe stretching into something new for yourself. Alternatively, if you value balance in mind and body, but maybe you're over scheduling or over committing yourself, then you'll probably feel incongruent. This is something I run into all the time with my clients. And one practice that's really helped them, if this is how you're feeling, is you might look ahead at your week and see where you can schedule in intentionally unstructured time, this might be alone or with your family, it might feel cheesy or awkward or even selfish for many women to put do nothing time or live in the moment time or spur of the moment time, however you want to think of it on your schedule. But if it's something you truly value, it's probably not going to just happen for you unless you actually recognize it's something you value. It's a way that you feel like you want to use your valuable time and then you put it on your schedule, even if it's 15 minutes. One of my favorite ways to schedule this time for myself is to go on what I call Wonder Walks, and basically it's just a meander around town. Sometimes I go to a new neighborhood that I'm not familiar with because I live in a big city, and it gives me this really liberating sense of freedom just to bop around a little bit and be like, "Hmm, I've never been in that flower shop. That's calling my name today. Ooh, what's this cute little yoga place I've never been to just to kind of explore. It's very freeing. I find examples helpful in case they give you a little inspiration, but just kind of tick through and listen to yourself and really ask yourself what you're valuing the most this season in the areas of physical, mental, emotional and spiritual well being. All right, on to the second area. The second area I want to talk about is community involvement. Determining our values when it comes to community involvement involves a lot of self-reflection and exploration around what matters to you most. I also want to acknowledge up front that I recognize so many women are just trying to keep their heads above water and enough fuel in the tank to feed their kids after a workday. And I get that. There are seasons and certainly many weeks or days when we have less to give. And that's perfectly fine. But that said, if you're someone who's gravitating to the Electric Ideas community, I have a feeling that you're someone who wants to be well yourself and also share that love in a way that lifts other people up. So there is loads of research out there about how volunteering or contributing in your community in various ways can help reduce depression And that just like focusing on problems outside yourself can do everything from increasing longevity to helping with cognitive function. The list goes on and on. So whether you feel like you realistically have bandwidth for a big commitment in this area or not, right now, that's okay. I wanted to remind you of all the benefits and give yourself a lovely chance to reflect on this area of your life and then give you some ideas on some baby steps you might be able to take if this is one of your values and you feel like you're not living it out right now. So again, with your pen in hand, if that's something that you're using, consider some times when you felt fulfilled, motivated, deeply connected to a community project or a volunteer initiative. Think that through for a second. Now think what aspects of those experiences were super Meaningful for you. This is an area I'm working on for myself right now because I feel like I'm not showing up as much as I'd like to. Launching a business has definitely changed my day to day life and I've needed to re navigate everything I commit to. What's worked in my life right now when life is pretty full is having a two hour a month commitment regularly for the same organization. Yes, two hours might sound paltry. Can I be giving more? Yes. But if I didn't have that commitment, if I didn't have it on my calendar, it would be so easy for us to fly by without feeling like I was intentionally giving back. And each time that pops up on my calendar, I have that commitment. There are so many other things vying for my time, but not once have I felt regret that I didn't have that on my calendar because it's so rewarding having a, a chance to regularly and intentionally think outside ourselves. So yes, I am someone who's working on this right now. I'm always on the lookout for an opportunity to do good, but consistency can be tricky. So in case when I'm talking about this, it's stirring something in you, you're feeling like, yes, that's a value for me. And I don't feel like I'm showing up for it. Here's two things that have worked for me. Number one, do something philanthropic with your kids. My family recently did a book drive for an organization that's near and dear to my heart. And it took very minimal coordination i'm talking about hey texting all my friends texting my neighbors maybe an email and letting them know that i'm collecting books for this organization and they can drop them in the box on my porch my kids got all excited everybody got involved and helped and a side bonus was that i was able to share that and model that for my kids in such an easy way Hey, if you're feeling inspired by this episode of Electric Ideas and looking for an even deeper opportunity for transformation, I invite you to join my signature six-week mastermind called Season to Shift. It starts September 27th. I just opened the doors. I've already had people sign up. I'm so excited. You'll get to experience a mix of soulful, guided meditations. You'll rediscover your joy from within through a variety of fun, yet introspective journaling exercises. I handmade this program with so much love, based on exactly what helped me in my own journey to move the needle. When I was at this place in my life where I felt stuck, ready for more, but I didn't know where to start. My clients from this program are the best. They continue to circle back to me and tell me how much this program shifted the needle for them and helped them show up the way they want to show up in their lives. One client said, the visual meditations were a weekly highlight, helping me center myself and find clarity. The power of the written word amazed me, especially the stream of consciousness writing. It felt like unveiling hidden parts of my soul. How powerful is that? This is such a special opportunity to be guided in community with other like-minded women, but will also help you spark insights and fresh revelations. So if you're wondering who should join Season to Shift, the answer is simple. Moms who are seeking to reconnect with their inner voice and find joy that's right in front of them without needing to dramatically change any of their circumstances. If this is whispering to you, please check it out. You can head to myelectricideas.com. You're also more than welcome to email me at Whitney at myelectricideas.com with any questions or drop me a direct message on Instagram. Hope to see you there. Okay, back to the show. Another example of this is one of my daughters. I swear she's an old soul, but she's very concerned about the garbage around town. And so we got 15 of her buddies together picked up garbage for an hour and had some donuts. I'm sharing these examples again, because I like to help women find ways that are quick, simple, accessible, and that they can do now to help step into their values. So yes, maybe you want to take on a board position or an in-depth volunteer thing or a regular volunteer gig, but maybe that's unrealistic for you right now. Or maybe it'll just become an excuse to do all this research and brainstorming. And sometimes that's how we get in our own way. That's why I'm bringing it back right now to how we live our days, is how we live our lives. Start bringing your values to life in your everyday, and it will lead and open doors to bigger ways to live out your values over time. And I'm very sensitive around this because I know there are so many women in our community who are tapped. And always giving and always volunteering on top of their mental load, their household, their jobs. And I'm not encouraging you to do more, more, more all the time. I'm encouraging you to get clear on what's going to be most meaningful to you so that when you go to make a decision about how you're going to schedule your week, what invitations you're going to say yes or no to, what you're going to prioritize, it becomes really simple for you. One other thing on that note is it's much easier to give back to your family, to your friends, to your community when you're feeling resourced. In times where maybe you're going through a transition or it's just not in the cards, one way you can give back in a meaningful way to a community that I found is if you happen to be having an overflow day, a day where things are going your way. You're on your cloud nine. You have overflow to share. Think about the type of help that you wish someone would offer you on your tougher days and try to offer that to somebody else. This can be such a small but meaningful act. It can be as little as offering to walk someone's kids to school. I love dreaming big, but don't forget the power of acting small. A few weeks ago, I was having a super stressy week for a variety of reasons, felt a little out of sorts, and out of the blue, multiple women that week reached out and just offered to feed my children lunch on their way home from camp, and I can't tell you how gladly I received this generosity. So as you're thinking of community involvement and volunteering, maybe it's not your time to take on something major, but I encourage you to explore this in a much broader way. And if it feels like a value you're not stepping into in your life, think about one small action you could take this week that would feel aligned for you in this area and just see how it feels. All right, last but not least, we've got the areas of hobby and leisure. So in this category, ask yourself this, what do I really value in the area of hobbies and leisure right now? I'll give you some examples to consider. Connection. Expression, physical well-being, relaxation, play. Did your body have any strong, instinctive emotional response when I said any of these words? Sometimes that can be a really interesting indicator. Which of these values align most closely with the life you're trying to cultivate right now? I'm a big fan of killing two birds with one stone when it comes to hobbies and leisure. So if you're craving connection and physical well-being, I want to remind you that you can do other things with your friends than go out to eat. It might be time to go for a coffee or a quick walk, or maybe catch that yoga class or exercise class with your friends. So you're doing something that feels really healthy and nourishing and aligned for yourself. I also want to recognize that for the caregivers in my community, that the idea of hobbies can almost seem laughable at certain points, like a luxury that you never know if you'll get back to. I'm someone who massively values creativity, and there's been periods in my life where I was bone dry in terms of nurturing this side of me, and it didn't feel good. So I want to share a few things that have worked for me during those stages. First of all, I've come to my own realization that I think one of the most powerful things you can do as a parent is to allow your children to witness you thriving and doing things that really nourish you, restore you, or light you up. And I know when you've got little littles, it's just tricky. You're in the thick of it. But as my kids got a little bit older, one of the things I would do a lot is use a timer. And here's how it would go. Both my daughters could get their needs met when they were young, and I could show up for my own creative outlet and relaxation needs. I would say we're going to take a half an hour. For the first ten minutes daughter one gets to pick whatever she wants to do, play a game, draw, whatever. And I will be completely dropped in with you for those 10 minutes. If daughter two wants to join, cool. If not, she needs to find something else to quietly do. Then I would shift to daughter two. Now it's her turn. You choose something to do for 10 minutes and I'm gonna give you my full attention. If daughter one wants to participate, cool. If not, she's had her time and now it's daughter two's time. Then after that, I would say, now it's my 10 minutes. I'm choosing to read on the couch because that's important to me. If you guys want to do that with me, I would love it. Does 10 minutes seem like a short amount of time to spend with your kids on a creative hobby? Sure, but is showing up for yourself in a small way a much better feeling than completely abandoning something you value during a full time of life? Yes, so much better, especially done consistently. So let's just make a decision to release the all or nothing thinking here. Like, I don't have three hours to paint or write or get into my flow state. So I'm not going to do it at all. I want to make one other note in the areas of hobbies and leisure because it comes up a lot with my clients. So I'm guessing there's lots of women in this community that it's coming up for too. A lot of women who travel through my six week mastermind realize that they're missing almost mourning, might even be an appropriate word. This sense of playfulness, of lightness, because everything in their life sometimes feels more like a chore. They feel like they're constantly planning, organizing, executing, picking up for other people and neglecting, prioritizing fun for themselves. So if as I was going through hobbies and leisure and play with something that pulled you in, I really encourage you to dig into that value a little bit and give yourself a chance to think about what's actually fun and light and playful for you in this stage of life. And it's okay if you don't know. Sometimes it feels silly, but it takes some trial and error. So forget about trying to get your, quote, old life back and take a look at your life now and what you want to build. You have to put in the effort to identify what you want, what you value, and you get to create it for yourself, even in these small ways. In my book, this is how we do it. In closing, I want to remind you that this is a process. But when we take a conscious effort to step back and examine our lives and what we're really craving in the moment, what we value the most right now, not 10 years ago, not for the future right now, then we can make more intentional choices that ensure our valuable time is spent living out our actual values. Now that you have some fresh insight on what living in alignment with your values might actually look like right now, I encourage you to take the next crucial step, which I've mentioned and hinted about as we've gone along, but set your schedule in advance. Even if it's five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes, half hour, half day, whatever it is, look at this list of what you value most. And before you say yes to other things this week, make sure you say yes to what you value most. Practicing this is empowering on so many levels because we can rest more easily knowing that we have time set aside to show up for ourselves throughout the week in different ways. It's there, it's safe, it's protected. And it helps us avoid tons of confusion and indecision and even regret. So that's it for today. I always end my episodes with a reflection. We've been doing a lot of reflecting today, but I'll still leave you with one Overlapping little nugget to think on. Are there any areas of your life where you feel a disconnection between what you value in life right now and how you're showing up day to day? What small actions can you take right now in the coming week to start bridging that gap? I want to have an honest moment here. I do not know who listens to my podcast. I know people are listening, but it is very life giving to me to hear from people if you've enjoyed an episode. So please don't hesitate to DM me on Instagram at at Whitney woman. If you have any feedback, anytime, I'd love to hear from you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you have a super inspired week. I'm so glad you joined me today. If you're looking for more, feel free to connect with me on Instagram at, at Whitney woman. And if you enjoyed the show, I invite you to support me by leaving a review or sharing it with a friend. Hope you have an inspired day.